Welcome to Story Arc. This is a podcast where I develop story arcs with the help of guests and you, the audience, in the Fey Realms universe. I'm Trevor Sutton. Let's create. And we're live. Uh, let's see here. We are on season two, Raven Queen, episode ten, um, with returning guest, lovely as always. Woo! <laughs> Hi, I'm Sarah. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> and better than ever, uh, <laughs> my illustrator, my confidant, my sister, all round awesome person. Um, as always, we're going to be doing a. Uh, uh, this is our wrap up season ten, and uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna start here with uh, we're gonna kind of get caught up here as to as per what the whole episode is, the whole season is. So we've been mm-hmm. we've we've been discussing this whole time the Raven Queen, the whole uh, story arc of the Raven Queen, and, and uh-huh. yeah. Um, so <laughs> we started off where uh, she she was basically witnessing uh, the death of her brother uh, while protecting the family that she's stood by since. Uh, since she'd been uh, uh, kind of shipwrecked or raven wrecked. Yeah, when she was first uh, transported to the human world and she was injured from the from the War of the Wings and she was rescued by a little girl who is the ancestor of the current little girl that she is watching over. That's right. Um, in Ireland. So she followed this family to um, uh, across the, the sea when they, they migrated to America. That's right. And now she's here. She watches the family. Um, at which point, um, she uh, she kills her brother, protecting this young this young girl because he's a mm. he's a, a fingernail troll. Uh, she, she doesn't know who he is. That's right. She gets turned back into Fey along with all the fing- or along with all the other ravens back in the uh, the Fey realms, and her mm-hmm. brother gets turned back into her brother. Right? Is that what we discussed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he transforms back very slowly. Um, he regains his fey looks because right now he looks very twisted and nasty. But as she's she's killed him, she's you know huffing and puffing triumphantly over him. And when she real and then when they essentially they both begin to change and light emits from her and she goes, what the heck is happening? And then she looks down and she realizes as he changes in front of her that that's my freaking brother in in very polite terms. Oh yeah, yeah. And realizes what Oberon had done at this point, even even more mm-hmm. so what he'd done. Uh, a she, final twist of the knife. That's right. She takes off to uh, seek revenge, uh, essentially, and get mm-hmm. her throne back. Um, at, at which point she heads straight to the um, the Fey Realms portal to see what the uh, to see what she can see, see what's going on over there. She discovers that it's heavily guarded, at least a little bit too heavily for her to try and and beat through on her own. So she decides to raise a force of Unbound. Um, so she travels the world. Searching for an army. Uh, is she gonna find the the? I think she's gonna find the uh, uh, fingernail trolls before that. What do you think? 
Um, it's I, it's tough because I want I want uh, it to be fairly accidental. I want her to slightly lose hope because there's a couple things here. One, she's going to remember the Fey Kingdom as being re- very very strong and intimidating and terrifying. Yeah. So she's not going to actually realize that they are weaker than they are. So she's going up against her memory of what the Fey Kingdom is. Um, in reality, they're not quite as strong as she remembers them to be. Which would explain but, why they have such a heavy force at the exactly and and you know and she's just thinking that you know oberon knows that she's there when in reality perhaps he may have a suspicion but perhaps he's just protecting it heavily because he knows he's he's weak and his forces are weak right that could be an interesting little twist but i i would like her to have a moment of you know what am i going to do as she's either wandering the streets of some city or something and she sees out of the corner of her eye some kind of strange creature flashing in between the the nasty alleyways and streets and disappearing into a gutter yeah. and she decides to follow and she discovers uh, i i would like her to essentially discover the fingernail trolls and uh, realize what they actually are and i think at that point too she's going to she's going to go through an epiphany that she needs a larger force to do that, and and it mm-hmm. dawns her that, that on her that she needs to go and get the uh, the unbound to help her. Right, 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 and um, that I think should be pretty interesting too because um, we talk we talk a lot about how she used to kidnap a lot of children, and she really, I mean, and she did it in a very loving way. She was never very cruel to them. Right. It was cruel in human standards, I guess, because the parents lost their their child, and then the child oh. reappeared on Earth, possibly, you know, uh, way too long after their normal lifespan. And uh, was, you know, either put in foster care with no memory of where they had been. Um, But these children, having been exposed to the Fey realm, perhaps have more powers or have the ability to develop powers they hadn't. A better they wouldn't chance have normally. of accessing the unbound. Uh... Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, again, I don't think she should know that that's a side effect. I think I would love for her to just stumble upon it. But that's a that's a hard thing to stumble upon, you know what I mean? You, yeah. You can't just, be kind of suddenly funny. she witnesses one human doing something fantastical and connects the dots perfectly. I I don't know if that's a, a very logical thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so. But we can uh, we can figure that out as we storyboard too. But well, I mean, I the thing I really like is that you know she she used these kids as comfort for herself, right? She right. she saw them as a as a. Yeah, like as I said, uh, uh, they were a sense of comfort for her. So maybe in this time before, uh, you know, maybe perhaps, I don't know if we should do it before she finds the trolls or after. I feel like when she finds the trolls, she's going to be very set on going to war and blah, blah, blah. Perhaps in that moment of weakness, she she goes, you know, well, at least I can do is check up on my children since they gave me so much comfort, uh, you know, just like that young girl did when I was there. I mean, perhaps we can have a small flash to Addison just because um, – you know, she was our introduction to this whole world. Perhaps she, no, that's a perfect thing. She's been watching Addison this whole yeah. time. She, she knows, knows that there are people with powers out there and maybe she's going to go, well, shit, I'm going to go find these people. Perhaps there's a scene. Um, well, she, she's been watching over Addison. She's going to leave her and her family alone because she's yeah. been through enough. So she'll, she'll leave her alone, but she's going to think to herself, there's a ton of these, you know, humans out here who can do these things. I need to find them and see if there are more of them. That's an opportunity for me to collect an army of these people. And yeah. she'll know there's more because of, again, because of Addison and because of her watching her 
in her last adventures. And I'm thinking okay. she's she's kind of going to go to these children because they're more familiar, too, to her. And maybe she, yes. as she does this, she'll realize that uh, that they have a higher chance to be unbound than, than most normal people. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, perhaps she'll she'll have a suspicion because through watching Addison yeah. that exposure to her and the and the Fey realms has increased or changed her in some way that is um, causing this kind of you know mutation or whatever exactly that's i think that that's that's yes so uh, um so she's gonna visit the fingernail trolls first um Mm -hmm. then she's gonna strike out for unbound at which point she we're gonna do a montage of effects she's gonna meet vernon uh she's gonna uh she's gonna meet old man crotchety the uh, the the fae that didn't turn She's going to meet uh, Hoyler, Maria, the Japanese engineer, Lucky Darren, Giorgio, Althea, Althea, Althea. Althea, Althea, like Althea, (laughs) Althea. She'll release Jailbone, a scary assassin, um, on uh, the voodoo architect, and uh, on the way they'll meet Trippy and Stompy, and who knows who else, all to uh, combat uh, Oberon's army. And, uh, and and take back her kingdom. So at, at, at this point, um, she'll then gather her forces. All these people will be with her. Um, and a lot of them, a lot of the people that we'll know about will be tucked away in the Japanese engineer's um, deuce and a half truck, which is a, is a two and a half ton military vehicle. Uh, and uh, and basically, they're going to assault the, uh, the portal. It's going to be a lot heavier guarded, though, like we were discussing. Um, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of, uh, some things that are happening in the Fey realm right now, which we'll find out at the, at the, uh, end of this summary. Um, uh, that's when they'll, uh, they'll assault. Yeah. So they'll get through the portal. The, uh, the fingernail trolls will get their revenge and happily explode all over the, uh, the Fey leaving the uh, the unbound and, uh, Tatiana time to escape. Tatiana will give, um, will tell uh, old man crotchety the uh, the fay who was not a uh, mm-hmm. uh, the directions or where to go hey meet me here and he's going to be the unbound's guide to get to ah okay the shadow summit along the way they're going to they're going to run into some difficulties though uh first things up is the uh, there's going to be the the separation the first separation where um oh, we still haven't well, there's still the uh, the the psychic vampire we got to go through and and figure out his name and the person he kills too. Right, 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 right. right. Um, it has to be. So what I'm thinking is I'm 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 torn between a love story for Aurora and I'm torn between a um, a friend story if that makes sense because Aurora is going to be this person who's been isolated her whole life. Yeah. And she's going to be the kind of person where those powers kind of force people away from her because she kept essentially projecting them onto other people, right? Yeah. So whenever people were around her, all they knew was that they felt very uncomfortable or, you know, or anxious or whatever she was feeling at that moment. And so for them, it's going to be um, – I mean, have you ever met somebody who's kind of like socially awkward? Oh, yeah. And like they're so uncomfortable and anxious, it actually makes you uncomfortable and anxious, and you're just like, "It's please calm down, it's okay." I've been, I've been that way. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I've been that so, <laughs> well, so, but with her, it's like uncontrollable, right? Because she has such fear built in from her, 
her past and her 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 everything and she doesn't know what's going on with her so she just kind of projects that constantly the poor thing so here's what i'm um, thinking then one of one of two things because you said a love story or a friend right yeah, and I mean, I, I know the love stories are fun and all, but sometimes it's kind of cool to just have a story about um, someone realizing that they're okay as a person and they don't have to have some epic person come save them in a romantic way in order to be a whole person. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like that's such a, a typical trope of like, I can never be a real person yeah. unless I find my other half. And I think, you know, you can find yourself through through friendship and realizing that it's okay to be who you are and you don't have to have someone there to save you necessarily yeah. well, you know what i mean que no los dos why not both let's have her friend fall in love with the with the well uh... no you can't have both because it's either it's either a love story it's a friend it just doesn't it because i mean once you pass that romantic uh threshold then that's all it is because you don't remain who who that who remains friends after there well, i mean so you say no no what i'm saying is 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 her and the girl friendship each other right Right. <clears throat> and the girl falls in love with the the psychic vampire uh, uh, serial killer dude, and and they're Wait, all three who friends. Does? The girl, her friend, falls in love oh. with, with the vampire, or the 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 serial killer. The serial killer and um, keeps everybody because I mean maybe maybe he keeps uh, uh, Aurora even happy until that moment, you know, and maybe he kind of like does things kind of in the background of peak her whatever and then realizes what no. she is and then and no then... that's what that's the thing though is aurora is uh becoming very very in tune and healthy with her emotions and she's starting to trust her instincts about what her powers are yeah. so she would recognize this guy for what he is which is something not there's something not right about him and that's the whole point is that there's a, a suspicion and the and that no one believes her because of who and what she is does that make sense well yeah <clears throat> except that he's the psychic vampire that eats suspicion. So what I'm saying is, is maybe he actually helps her get better only to tear her down in that moment. So wait, is he the, he's the friend then, or he's the... No, her friend and him get together, and they're just, a, a just he's just, I mean, we can play him out as an actual good guy, and things are actually going better until we reveal what he is, and he kills her friend in front of her and feasts off of her. Hmm. Like so I mean, is he using? Up. He's using this friend that she's she's developed as a. Um, well, that could be kind of nice. Okay, so here, let me let me play out with that, what I'm thinking in my head now. Okay. So there there are a lot of times where you'll have. Uh, you'll have made a new friend. And especially for people who have difficulty kind of making friends and really trusting people, they put a lot into that one person they find. So say she's, she's kind of discovered this friend. And meanwhile, this, this emotional vampire is lurking in the background watching her because he realizes that there's something um, great about Aurora because she has so many emotions and he can, she's like a feast to him. Right. So he's keeping an eye on her trying to figure out how to, how to work that. Anyway, she is uh, establishing this connection with this other person and they, they become close and it's going great. And then he starts showing a lot. He's like slowly infiltrating this other friend and gaining her trust and paying her a lot of attention, blah, 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 blah. And uh, Aurora notices and she doesn't like him. She senses something's wrong about him. And so she keeps trying to warn her friend, but the friend is like, no, he makes me feel good. I feel comfortable. I feel very relaxed. I don't know what your deal is. What is going on with you? And it's, starts to like you know aurora starts to kind of freak out because one she's she's starting to lose that 
that solid connection she thought she had finally had with someone. Yeah. And, um, and she knows that there's something wrong with this dude, but she can't seem to prove it to her friend because her friend's almost like in this trance or something. Maybe she's almost second-guessing herself, too. Maybe she doesn't... Exactly, she... exactly. Inner turmoil, inner tur- turmoil. She's just... She's she's trying... She can't figure it out. She doesn't know what's going on. And she's never had this kind of situation before, so she doesn't know what's normal and what's not. Yeah. So um, as it goes on and she finally gets the climactic point to where she realizes that he's been using her friend, it's it's, you know, obviously too late, you know, and, and he um, essentially drains her in front of her. Yeah. And it kind of shows and, you know, kind of reveals his whole plan that, hey, you know, this was all to get, you know. I don't give, I don't care about her at all because he has no emotions. He has no way of feeling anything towards anyone. Yeah. So he and he does that and he has a final thing to tr- really try to get um, Aurora worked up. So do we, so is she because um, I love this idea that he kind of zombifies people as he drains them. So the friend's going to be like sleepily sitting there smiling, going, no, no, he's great. No. And Aurora is just horrified. And then he looks her dead in the eye and, you know, kills her. Yeah lobotomizes people that's awesome yeah yeah i mean i think that's that that slow roll to where he's kind of manipulating because i mean that's that's the mo for serial killers being so trusting and worming their way in and then you know destroy. yeah yeah i I think it's perfect i I think it's it's good but the only person we don't have though is who the friend is the victim yeah (laughs) um so I would like her to be somebody – she's got to be pretty um, kind of outgoing and, and not judgmental and very kind of like relaxed so that no matter how – you know, you ever – you know, I mean, if you're the awkward person, that other person is just like, no big deal, don't worry about it. And they just kind of keep going no matter what – how awkward it gets. Yeah. It somehow kind of takes the tension out of the situation because they just they, – they're just cool. They just don't care. You know what I mean? So uh, it would be nice if it was someone like that to where they're just very laid back. Um, what kind of power would they have? Um, I'm thinking, you know, it'd be kind of cool um, just because it would kind of meld well with what uh, Aurora is. And you'd think it'd be kind of like a permanent thing mm-hmm. <clears throat> is maybe make her some kind of like cool illusionists. So she mm-hmm. does like neat illusions for uh, for Aurora to keep her happy and stuff. Yeah. Like visual oh, illusion. Kinda, oh, I like it. And she kind of conju- uh, conjures up uh, images of like happy places and stuff like that. Little tiny unicorns dancing around her head, and you know, Aurora just kind of, you know, yeah, like gives almost her... childlike in her. And well, she's trust helping Aurora. Her. Like she's giving yeah. Aurora, like, like, oh, you know, <clears throat> you need to, you need to be relaxed in this situation, and kind of gives yeah. her good things to see. But when in battle and stuff, she can show people. Like if people get too close, she can give them like. Oh my God, that would be such a perfect pairing too, because she would be, um, it would be great to really help ramp up or ramp down Aurora's emotions. Exactly. That would be perfect. I'm thinking it won't be hard to ramp up Aurora. She could probably do it herself, especially in the middle of battle. But at the end of it, I think that friend is going to be someone who can ramp her down and, 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 and is helping her deal with stuff. Oh, yes. No, I love it so much. That's so perfect. She's going to be a psychologist. A psychologist? Okay. Yeah. Oh, and she can like, oh, that's so perfect. And that's how, like, in fact, ah. she's going to be a psychologist and um, she's going to figure out her ability. But 
the the psychic vampire is going to be one of her patients turned lover, and that's when. Uh, well, let's not because I I, uh, I, oh, okay. I want him to be fresh to this group. I don't want him to know anybody beforehand because if she's a psychologist, oh, she's okay. going to realize the sociopathy. Gotcha, and that's okay. the whole point of her job, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So well, I, either way, she can be a psychologist yeah. and uh, and someone, and and she kind of sees what Aurora is, and and because she's in this group, and she's like, well, you know, I'm going to help her out, and, and I like yeah. her anyways. Um, yeah, and, yeah. and that way, the uh, the truck will have some good protection going in, um, and then uh, the vampire dude, because I want to I want to play that slowly. I don't want. Aurora to be right off the bat like oh this guy's weird and they're getting in, like they're getting together like oh I want them like oh you know we've met and da 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 and then slowly she starts getting that yeah no 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 I want Aurora to have okay so Aurora doesn't trust anybody ever right yeah because she that is just kind of how she developed um blah 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 yeah. but um when it comes to this guy she's gonna have a really bad feeling but she's just not gonna trust herself because. She just always thinks that she, you know, yeah. as she gets healthier with the help of this other person, she's going to go, well, maybe I'm just, you know, maybe I'm just wrong. And I've just always been mistrusting of people. And, you know, obviously the psychologist is going to be like, no, he's really great, blah, blah, blah. I mean, this guy's going to have to be next level just to, to fool somebody. I mean, yeah. And they do, but uh, he's going to have to be, oh, you know what, his power really helps. So every time the psychologist is around him, she's going to be like, he's he's so relaxed and so blah, blah, blah. There's no way there's anything wrong with him. So exactly. the power helps, I'm sure. Okay. So, yeah, so Aurora's going to have a bad feeling, but she's not going to trust herself enough to know. And then her friend's going to like him, and she's going to be like, well, my friend, you know, is okay with him. So obviously he must be okay, right? But I had just such a bad feeling, and I can't explain it. And she's going to start seeing little hints because he's going to want to start ramping up her fear without giving himself away. Yeah. So he's going to do little things that are going to be just suspicious enough to her, but no one will believe her slash, you know, yeah, just basically that. No one's going to believe her because she's who she is and he is the he's the golden boy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be a good thing. And and like you said, that that psychiatrist is going to be there to ramp things down too. He's going to yeah, ramp yeah. her up. She's going to ramp him. Uh, she's going to ramp her down. And then she's going to be very confused about it. I think that's awesome. And they're going to be going through mm-hmm. this whole thing. Um, huge inner turmoil. Yeah, and then uh, I think. Maybe that's maybe that's part of the reason why some of the group gets separated too, because uh, maybe he he figures on uh, if he gets rid of uh, uh, let's see Hoyler and the other dude and, and Vernon and and maybe mm, I don't know uh, we'll, we'll play with that I don't want to hang on I like I like where we're going with it um, and I think uh, not that he's going to separate the group but he feels once he's kind of once the the they've gotten to a certain point. Um, he's going to feel like he can he can do what he's been planning on doing. Right. Uh, well, and remember, he's very self-serving. So the thing he's going to think the thing he's going to recognize right off the bat is that Tatiana brought him into this and she is more powerful than he can handle. Yeah. He's going to try to use his powers on her and she's just going to look at him and be like, what are you uh, what are you doing there? And he's going to realize he can't do anything while she's there. So yeah. once Tatiana leaves and leaves the group um, to be led towards uh, the shadow summit, yeah. he's going to realize that he has um he ha- he he now has a little more freedom to start messing with people essentially. So what I think is going to happen is the the canyon scene is going to happen. Hoyler and his little group are going to get separated. They're going to go through the frog uh, coliseum, learn trippy and Althea and all the other stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And after the canyon, I think a lot of that storyline, um, the uh, getting 
getting Aurora and him and psychologist lady um, kind of playing along. We'll do some night scenes where they're they're sitting around a campfire talking, um, right. reminiscing about Hoyler and them saying, "Oh, what well, I hope they're okay." And da 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 da. Yeah, and, yeah. Because we have to have a scene where they begun. I mean, they don't know each other well yet. They've been recruited. They basically yeah. just started to get to know each other. And so as they're marching across and they've gone through all these really life threatening things, bonds form very quickly in that kind of environment. Yes. Yes. So I think the Aurora and this girl, because Aurora is going to go in first kind of as a spy, remember, in our first part. Yeah. And perhaps the psychologist lady goes with her um, because Tatiana is like, your powers work well together. You two are teamed up initially. So it's yeah. just them first. They get in. They go through the whole changeling forest together. Perhaps they're the only two that survive. Maybe one more. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, because psychologist kind of... lady keeps her calm. And while she's calm, they're invisible. Yes. And they discover that they work out really, really well when they're paired together like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they get out of there. They meet up with the back with the main group and they really form this kind of friendship now because they've survived this thing together. And then, uh, you know, we, we can montage a little bit as they as they kind of become closer and closer friends. And Aurora learns how to control her power better. Well, and what and I want to do guy... is I want to be really careful with it because I want it to look like it's like just stuff building where they're being friends. Like yeah, I do yeah. want to build that suspension a little bit. But then we also have. Old man crotchety stuff we can do with Giorgio, yeah, Lucky Yeah, no, Darren. no, no. This will be very subtle, very on yeah. the side. Like I, nothing. I, we're not going to focus too much on them. We're just going to have little snippets here and there of what's going on. Because Aurora, I see, is a very um, – she's – I think I, I really like how her character's developing. Yeah. And I'd like her to have a major input eventually. But for now, oh, I think awesome. – um, I mean, having her as a – like I would, I would be totally willing to do a little mini story about everything that goes on on the side – but as far as this book, I want her to be just snippets and hints of things that no one's really going to think much about. Yes. We're going to see a lot of stuff in the background, like Tatiana will be having a conversation with somebody. In the background, you'll see them discussing or whatever, and things will be going on there. You know what I mean? Like exactly. you'll see her and the illusionist uh, girl practicing the bubble of invisibility or whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And we'll go through other characters doing the same thing, little montages exactly. for everybody. Lots of little hints. And then we can do a whole bunch of little side stories on these characters and what was actually happening. And then I'll, I'll put in scenes that are literally that same scene we saw, but from their perspective. Yeah. So it ties in really well. Or you'll see something happening in the background with whatever. Yes. Not, not making – that's awesome. Um, and so we'll do that all the way to the Shadow Summit. Mm -hmm. um, exactly exactly lots of little and then all of a sudden she'll just disappear and we won't understand why until um you know we see her own little story and she pops back up and then so in this book it's going to be great because they're going to be in the final battle aurora is going to pop up again just randomly we'll have one scene where like where did aurora go she disappeared into the forest and then next thing you know we're at the main battle scene she comes charging out with a bunch of squirrels and she murders the guy and everybody's like what is happening yeah <laughs> and we just won't know any of the context until until her own little side story like we so. in fact we can do a bunch of little uh catch-up stories giorgio we can do oh, her yeah. we can do a couple little things uh where, where that happens oh mm -hmm. uh, uh uh bad luck darren good luck darren because um, because we've discussed him going insane with uh, um, with uh, some, Ryan, Samantha Mandigers, yeah. and so we can go back and just and and start showing how he was actually being taken over by her, and and, yes, and, it's, and it's a yeah. good thing he died. Maybe I don't yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I love it. I love it. It's a last minute thing. She just takes she took all her distaste out on him for because for whatever reason, she was like everybody loved her and she was the best, but she had this weird under.
undercurrent of hatred towards him yeah. that I don't think even she understood or could explain. Yeah. And so last minute, she just looks at him and basically goes, he gets to live, but I'm dying. And she just thrusts out one last little thing. And um, somehow yeah, intending to kill him, but instead thrusts herself ac- into him. Exactly. Accidentally yeah. attaches her <laughs> consciousness to him. That's fantastic. Oh man, and then he slowly gets taken over, and and then yeah. and but he he does good because things start happening, and he starts doing real good, and then he gets killed by Oberon. <laughs> I know, I know. I know it's, it's cool. Funny, I love the it. Angst of, of her of her powers just pushes him to try harder and harder and harder because he's just trying so hard yeah. to be good, and she's just like, "You'll never be good enough." And he's like, "Oh yeah, watch this," and then he does it, and then it's oh poor Darren. <laughs> <laughs> so and so we'll have um and then and then we still got to go through the uh, the frog coliseum uh then uh they're gonna make their way they're gonna get tailed by jailbone um and then they're gonna make it to the shadow summit everybody's gonna meet up there and i don't think it's gonna be all at the same time because before the jailbone and the uh, hoiler group get there i think the the whole thing with uh aurora is gonna happen and then she's gonna yes. get separated they're gonna show up um, yeah, I think that should be just outside the Shadow Summit, so she takes off into the forest. Or maybe after they just came in and they're just hiding and kind of camping out so they won't get yeah. hurt. Because they've been being they've been chased by the deer women. I would love a scene of them sitting there for a couple of days realizing uh in the Shadow Summit they can't hunt or eat food and running low on food and then end up buying food from the same deer woman who yeah. were trying to hunt them. No that no hard feelings. Good. We were just doing yeah. business. Yeah, this is just our job. Sorry. <laughs> that would be fantastic. They're just like, Oh my god. And like they look at the meat but they just don't want to know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so they go through all that, um, and then we're gonna have a bunch of montages in the uh, the Shadow Summit, where um, they're gonna recruit several different uh, portions of armies. People are gonna have issues happening. Uh, Giorgio's mm-hmm. gonna do his thing. The uh, they're gonna recruit bears. They're gonna recruit another set of squirrels besides the uh, the Viking squirrels that that okay. uh, pick up Aurora. Um, I think they're gonna pick up a set of crows, and uh, I think the on the crows way back. Ravens, my bad. Okay. <clears throat> when they go to when they go to get the Fey on their island, I think they're gonna uh, a section of ravens are gonna. Uh, well, we want to make sure you follow through, so we're gonna we're gonna attempt, and we want some we want some payback. Um, so they're gonna have a small contingent that go with them, and then mm-hmm. we're also gonna pick up some frogs on the way back. Okay. Um, through, I think we're gonna have a little storyline. So everybody's gonna meet the Shadow Summit, and we're gonna pick up Sarog the dragon. Okay. <clears throat> um, and then and then as we're heading back. Um, we might do a little bit of Aurora story. Um, there's going to be the uh, the troop movements heading back. We're going to see more of the voodoo architects building uh, building Ooh, lean-tos boy. and stuff and keeping the... Uh, <clears throat> we're going to kind of get him developed a bit more in the story, but he's going to be in there just kind of in the background until he's really needed. Um, mm-hmm. Then uh, once we get to... The midway point, there's gonna they're gonna run some Fey watchtowers. There's gonna be some some moments where we get to know the Fey, um, right? Uh, some from, skirmishes, exactly, and some 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 holding movements. They're gonna uh, this this small uh, scouting group of Fey of elite warrior Fey that are underneath Tatiana are gonna have some moments, and I think they're gonna bring Vernon or maybe Hoyler or somebody else, and they're gonna have some bonding moments um, where they're gonna hold off a whole bunch of other Fey. Um, but mm-hmm. these fair are like you know super strong. Maybe like one or two will die out of this group, but like they're gonna they're gonna hold off and kill another whole con- you know large portion of. Yeah, I wanted to discuss tower. that real quick. Um, are are fae here? 
are yeah. the ones that have been ravens. Um, do we want to add a contingent that they've been essentially preserved um, and are they're not? They're not part of this new set of fae that are right. Because <clears throat> as the fae are um, essentially reincarnated into new changelings and stuff, since they're not getting the same recycling um, amount, because like, they've lost the contingent. Yeah, no, like an old, uh, gosh, I don't know how to explain it, but essentially the old Fae that were there for the War of the Wings and they're older and were are, are used to the full power versus yes. um, all the time that's passed in under Oberon's rule where these new Fae have been kind of recycled in, but they're weaker and they're a little listless and restless and they don't really subscribe to what their job is because... Because of how they've been brought through. Also, yeah. they, they don't have hundreds of years underneath their belt. They don't have special training as much as these, these older Fae do. They're not bloodied veterans. Right. <clears throat> I mean, right, this right, is right. 300 and years been, of listlessness. Yeah, and all, also Oberon, as we've just said, is is kind of a, um, what is it called? He's, he's a party guy because he That's doesn't right. know what he's supposed to be doing because he has no balance. So he just kind of goes to the extreme of partying all the time so this whole kingdom's just been having a great time not doing any real training or real uh, well, upkeep think, on stuff i think the military would still go through the motions i just don't think it'd be as strict right. and they wouldn't have anything so you're you're exactly right it just wouldn't be these fey though still scary compared yeah. to you know human standards or anything else they're of still course. scary as hell yes. but compared to the older fey they are nowhere near on the level or ready or capable as, but there are right. more of them. So, um, right. yeah, I think we can add that stipulation. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Cool. Um, so, okay, so she gets her ravens, which are going to be maybe not twice as powerful as the Fae they're going to be coming up against. Right. But definitely more powerful and experienced and they are they kind of preserve the quote-unquote old ways perhaps some of the old traditions could have been lost uh after the split because um one so many people died in the war yeah two oberon got rid of a bunch of them after that three he probably i'm sure because he was so pissed at malachi and tatiana and hurt because in his mind he's gonna be like they made me do this how could they do this to me and make me force them out blah 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 and he's going to ban certain celebrations that perhaps tatiana always upheld that were actually for like the rejuvenation of the land and the pre preservation of their strength and they were actually magical rituals to help the fey kingdom um recycle each season and and kind of rejuvenate themselves in their own way Heck and yeah. so he's kicked out some of these traditions and they've been um maybe not forgotten but no longer practiced yeah. and since they no longer have that their strength and their their knowledge is way less yeah, and their magic control might be less i think a, a whole bunch of factors in here too and 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 this small contingent of uh the, the scouting fade they're going to be like green bray green beret like uh, you know troublemaker causers they're going to be pretty pretty powerful in their own right just because of their knowledge and expertise. And, right. Um, so I think all these factors are going to come in, and the sheer number of Fae compared to the, the sheer experience of the Fae is, is what's going to come in here. And the whole thing is going to be, again, uh, a balanced-out battle. So uh, right. things are going to balance out and things are going to happen. So, right, right. And then we'll reach the stalemate, at which point Tatiana and, and old Oberon are going to... Yep, <laughs> have their final battle. 
Yeah. Lots of other mini. I really like that we're kind of taking small snippets of each of these characters we've grown to get to know. And we're kind of going through them. Um, I love this idea of having a lot of that interaction happen in the background to where yeah. it's observable. But we're still getting the main story happening directly in front of you. And then there's like a mid and background of story going on. So there's layers to go through. And then people can kind of find those side stories and, and figure out what happened there, too. I mean, it's just like real life. You you don't always get the full story until you go and you, you delve into it. And I, I like this idea a lot. Yeah, it's going to be real fun. And at yeah. which point we're going to um, at this point, though, we're, we're going to we're going to take a small hi- hiatus here. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to stop here at this book f- uh, for the podcast series. So this this episode is going to be our final episode for a bit until the <laughs> comic catches up. And that's I'm, right. That's right. Give me a little bit of time here, folks. That's right, because we <laughs> want to keep it so that the, the podcast comes out and then the comic mm-hmm. series comes out. So that's we right. want to keep you guys entertained. So so we need you guys to keep uh, keep watching the uh, the FayRealms.com for any updates of what's going to happen, because we're going to be on that all the time. Check out our Twitter. Check out our um, all our stuff, because there's going to be things coming out here that are going to let you know what's happening, why it's happening, and where we're going with all this stuff. That's right. And uh, we're going to, I've already got a lot of the first chapter for landscape sketched out and ready to go. I'm so excited to see it. (laughs) Folks, I can't, uh, she's not not showing me what I want to see. I want to see it. (laughs) (laughs) We got to keep it a secret. Not even he has seen some of these panels that are going to come out here soon. And uh, we're going to try to get on a a regular release schedule so that you guys can have consistent updates um, either every two weeks or every week. I really want to do my best to give you guys um, some consistent content. Um, Eventually, uh, well, actually pretty soon here, we're going to have a Patreon so you guys can help support us so I can get even more artwork done. Trevor can get more podcasts and info out there, and we can just build this whole world together. That's right. And there'll be extra podcasts and extra um, character developments, story developments, behind the scenes, uh, bloopers, whatever else you think that uh, should go on there. Also, uh, forums for people to discuss uh, storylines and plot stuff that we will join you on and and also talk and and answer questions about. Um, There's going to be so much, and and we're even working on... uh, 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 just a multitude of things on this Patreon that's going to be that you're going to be be able to take part in continually throughout this whole process. It's right. it's going to be an exciting here, man, real fun. Um, exactly, and, and exactly. We want you and guys then, to join in, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, this whole thing is about crowdsourcing this story, so we create something that everyone can feel they're a part of, that they helped put together. I mean, it's not just about us and our our current team. We want we want our listeners out there to send in any if you if you're sitting here like I do every single episode, yelling at Trevor to think about a different idea <laughs> or put a new character in. Just contact us. That's FayRealms uh, at gmail.com. That's uh, F-E-Y-R-E-A-L-M-S at gmail.com. Guys, send us any of your ideas you might have for our story, any characters you may have come up with. And then eventually we want to do some mini episodes with listener mail to where you send us small stories you've created or poetry or mythology that you may know that we haven't heard of yet. Or, again, if you have any characters or ideas for our story, 
send them in. We'll see if we can get them in our story. We'll discuss them. It's going to be great. So yeah. And we'll credit you. We'll, we'll tell That's we'll, right. whatever you send in, we will credit you on the show. We'll credit you in, right. the, in the books, on the Patreon or wherever. And, and, and it could be an awesome addition to our thing. Our heck, you know? Yeah. If, we, if, if it does end up, if we choose for it to go in the story and it works perfectly, not only will you get a shout out on the podcast, but you will also get a actual shout out in the finished book. Um, we're going to make a full list of people who help contribute to this story so Special if you want thanks. your name in the book yeah go ahead and contact us again that's at fayrealms at gmail.com send us your emails gonna be good times and then so now that we've gotten this all the way we get to discuss some really cool stuff coming up here um, just because we're taking a hiatus on the podcast doesn't mean we're stopping working here and as uh, as we're gonna make it a, a not a tradition but as a uh, as a general rule of thumb at the end of Every season, we're going to definitely give you a, a look at what's going to happen at the next season. Um, the next season, so what's what's going to happen here is, uh, towards the end of our book here, we will discover a new character. He's going to be entering the limelight of mm -hmm. the uh, of the Fey Realms. Um, he's been there before. You're going to see little hints of him throughout the book. Not much, just things, little, little Easter eggs here and there. Um, but... Towards the ending of the book, uh, the the trinksling will be revealed. The trinksling. I know it sounds kind of funny, but he's going to be a terrifying character with a a very twisted past. He's connected to everything that we're talking about and have talked about in the podcast and in the books. And again, um, for those of you who, in the future. Um, when everything is a, a best bestseller and everyone's reading it, that's right. You'll be able to <laughs> to listen back to these episodes and be like, oh my god, I've seen hints of him everywhere, and you'll know you'll know who he is, and you'll know where he started. He started right here, right now. And in fact, the third season is going to be on. Um, nah, it's not going to be on him. Well, kind of. <laughs> season three will be the ascension of Oberon. We're going to do a big rewind after this large battle and some things happen here to see what led up to all of the um, the landscape, the fable of Malachi, and the uh, Raven Queen. We're going to see how all this happened. We're going to get to see the War of the Wings, um, how Oberon came to power and became the uh, the 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 king of the Fey, and and then why he did what he did, and 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 all the little nuances in between. This next story is going to wrap up and tie everything that's happened up with a nice little bow. That's right. It's going to be beautiful and exciting in every little way. Um, what 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 we're going to do here, and I think. Um, uh, what's going to happen is, uh, let's see here. How should we do this? Well, uh, which part? So what I'm thinking is, um, we're going to have this huge battle. Uh, Tatiana and Oberon are going to get back together. Uh, things are going to start looking better for everybody. Um, but then we're going to have this, you know, just like any good story. We want to we keep this thing rolling here. We want more to happen. That's right. So what's going to happen here is there's going to be we're going to throw up some issues we're going to throw up some cliffhangers and all of a sudden you're going to start seeing like it's going to look like everything that happened um, has been according to someone else's plan someone else mm -hmm. has been pulling the strings in the background and screwing around with everybody and you're going to see this this character come in to one of the bonfires on the shadow on the in the shadow summit and he's going to start 
either giggling maniacally or, you know, typical, typical evil bad guy in the shadows stuff. <laughs> Let's well, make him completely silent for right now and just, uh, even well, better. I mean, it could be kind of fun to have a little, a little he, he, he perhaps, but uh, is he at the shadow summit or I thought he was at the final battle kind of overlooking everything as it's supposedly, because in my mind, the end of the movie is happening. The triumphant music is happening. Everyone stopped fighting, and we're kind of panning out and pulling back from the battlefield, and we're coming up over a hill to survey the whole scene. The dragon is rolling on her back, and the soldiers are rubbing her belly because, you know. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, we pan to a, a dark, uh, you know, a fade tree, and uh, standing next to it is a, a silhouetted figure. And it looks fairly humanoid or, or fey, because we see perhaps some pointed ears. Yeah. And we see uh, it the barely the, the, the right side of his face is illuminated by um, a tiny little And he's gritted with super sharp teeth. Right. And we see some, some interesting features going on, but we can't tell what his face looks like. Oh. And he's whispering to it. And as we pull out a little bit, we see this disgustingly mangled wing crawling have, have up a, his back. I have, I just had a scene cause you were describing that scene. Mm. Now, uh, uh, like they're doing their celebration down there and he's sitting there leaning his hand against a tree. Right. Yes. And as it pulls back and you slowly see more and more of this dude, you see him smiling. He says, celebrate Oberon. You go ahead, or you know, says something along yes. those lines. You know, you better celebrate now because later on, and as it as it pans back to the full scene, and you see him standing against a tree, you see the wings just flare out all of a sudden with sparks kind of fly off of them, like electric sparks, like poof, and it's these yeah. nasty, just the silhouette of what these wings are, but with the right. sparks that fly off of them because of the sparkiness, because old Sparky, you know what I'm talking the, about? Because the sparkiness is that <laughs> is that the technical term for that? <laughs> But they're no, just I gonna, like it. I like it. Yeah, and it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be sick. And that's where it ends, though. That's where so the wings pop out, and then yes. you know, and that's that's essentially where the credits are and stuff. No, I love it because now we suddenly have Soberon's been the bad guy the whole time, and now all of a sudden we've got a a bad guy chasing Oberon. And I mean, what does that make him? Does that make him a good guy? We don't know. We just <laughs> yeah. know this guy's nasty. Yeah, and, and maybe maybe he's been manipulating Oberon this whole time to to you know what I mean. <laughs> There's so there's so much. It's gonna be awesome, and it's gonna tie back in, and then we're gonna learn why it's all happening. That's oh. right. That's right. Oh, it's gonna be great. And we're not gonna tell you anything about this guy yet. You'll just have to wait until season three, won't you? Yep. Nasty wings and sparkies. So. That's right. That's right. So stay tuned. Hang in with us while we go through our hiatus. We'll still have some mini episodes for you to uh, listen to. And those mini episodes are going to be about storyboarding landscape. That's so we're right. going to revisit our first season so that we have uh, we have a beautiful storyline. And it's really laid out well for me as I illustrate it. So you'll have a... Um, a, a nice little setup to where you'll get to hear the storyboard and then you'll get to see um, a new panel. I think every week we're going to try it. We're going to aim for every week. If not bear with us as we get the schedule down. Yes. Yes. I like yes. it. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. Watch your Twitter feed, watch your, watch That's your right. uh, Facebook or whatever else you're tied to on us. It'll all be on there and everything's going to go awesome. Hi, this has been Sarah. I'm the illustrator for the Fae Realms universe. Uh, take a look at our website, FayRealms.com. Send us any of your ideas or your own mythology or writing to FayRealms at gmail.com to be shared on the podcast and possibly be credited in our book when it comes out. Uh, we're going to be having our Patreon open and available here soon. 
dealing with all kinds of fancy schmancy rewards. Rewards? I can say rewards. And (laughs) uh, feel free to follow me or take a look at some of my other artwork um, on Instagram under Sarah underscore and underscore Dipitus. Yeah. Hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening to season two of The Raven Queen. See you guys next season. You have been listening to Story Arc. I'm Trevor Sutton. If you like the show, please subscribe. Check out our website at feyrealms.com where you can find updates, artwork, and current progress on the graphic novel. If you want to contribute ideas to our story, click the link at the bottom of the page and email us. If your ideas are chosen, they will be featured and you will be credited on the show. Thanks. Thanks.